You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a terrific Thursday. And that's right, terrific Thursday. I'm excited today because we got Kirk Hovencotter, Hovencotter in the building, Executive Director of Commute Seattle. He's going to be telling us all about the work they're doing there. And I am so excited because later on in the show, Jerrica Tucker is on the set with me, personal stylist at Macy's. But y'all are going to be seeing plenty of Jerrica. This is the first show, but it will not be the last because we're going to be seeing her for some that we're doing on Thursdays and it may be this and that Thursday she's going to be bringing us all of the holiday finds and also the personal style so I'm so excited that she is joining me on this journey here on the day with Trey but of course it is the top of the show y'all so it's a perfect time to tag and share the stream yeah no you (laughs) go ahead Tag and share this stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch our TV show, we still have you covered. Don't worry at all because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. You'll find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever platform is your favorite. There's like 200 of them. Go ahead and search for us. You'll find us there. Well, I'm excited because when I got two guests, y'all know I love to get right into it. Welcome, Kirk. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me, Trey. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad we can make this work because I know just a little bit about Commute Seattle. So I want to make sure that people understand what y'all do. And before before we kind of get into Commute Seattle, what about you, Kirk? Like what had you, you know, on this path to being the executive director of this phenomenal opportunity here with Commute Seattle? That is a great question. First of all, I'm a nerd. Uh, I grew up just outside of Seattle uh, as a kid in the suburbs who had to be chauffeured everywhere. And I always just remember the first time that I got to ride a bike on my own to Coldstone to spend my allowance. And just the, I'm still riding off the high of that independence of being able to get around without a car on my own. And I uh, previously worked. Uh, at, uh, for a foundation based in New York called Transit Center that worked to improve public transit across the country, giving grants to bus riders unions and transit advocates across the country. And I really saw the work that, uh, the power that having better transit in our uh, lives can do and it increase the amount of opportunities that we have and the access to opportunity. And uh, in 2019, I moved back from New York and found myself uh, really excited about this work and got to lead an organization called Move Redmond out in Redmond, Washington, that helps make Redmond more walkable, bikeable, transit-friendly place. Uh, but I lived in Seattle. And when this opportunity at Commute Seattle came up uh, to really shape how people get around in Seattle, I had to jump at the opportunity. And this is just my home and a place I want to help make better. Well, you know, this is so needed. I mean, the discussion around it oftentimes does not involve the people. And so I would love to talk about uh, Commute Seattle. And I want to get to 
how community members are participating in this? Because ultimately, they're the ones utilizing the services. What does that look like for them to participate? Tell us more about Community Seattle and what do y'all do? Absolutely. And to your point, I think what really got me started in this work is uh, previously, I worked for the city of Redmond and got to talk with commuters every day about their challenges to getting to work. And when you hear about people who are commuting from Algona or Auburn or Lake Stevens, commuting two hours a day on the bus, sitting in traffic, feeling like they don't have a dignified commute and not being able to spend that time with their family, their friends or missing childcare pickup and hearing those stories directly from them. It, made me mad and really wanted me to make because it really sucks. And we can do so much to make sure that our transportation system brings people together and makes people's lives better. So Commute Seattle, we are the nonprofit that works to make it easy to walk, bike, ride, and roll for the 600,000 people who go to work in Seattle every single day. And we do that by working with employers to help them provide subsidized transit passes with their employees, work with property managers to build out world-class bike facilities or locate daycare centers, things that really make it easy for people to get around the region to the opportunities in Seattle. And we also work with uh, decision makers on the public sector and the private sector side to help them make better investments in the transportation system. A big way that we do that was through our 2022 Seattle Commute Survey. We had over 64,000 people in the Seattle area respond to our survey of how they get to work every day. And that would be like Lumen Field, packed to the gills. Uh, that's the amount of people who shared their story with us about how they get around. And those findings were just illuminating and really highlighted the challenges that people face, not only to get to work, but to other key trips they make to school pickup and drop off and healthcare and groceries really highlighted the investments in biking and walking and transit that we need to make to make that easier. Now, this is really intriguing for me because I think a lot of people would assume that, you know, this is the work of the city. Right. Like, oh, the city should be doing that, you know, DOT or something. Department of Transportation should be doing that. But to have this uh, additional entity that's really being super hyper focused on all of the ways that people do commute, I can only imagine the benefits uh, to the city of Seattle for all the work y'all are doing. Tell us how your findings then kind of end up in the end result in terms of changing some of the things that need to change in order for commuters to get here in an easier way. Yeah, absolutely. And I can nerd out about the data so much, but the real people doing this work are the nine staff at Commute Seattle who are incredible. We're a unique organization. There's not many like us around the country. We're partially funded by Seattle Department of Transportation, King County Metro, Sound Transit, the Downtown Seattle Association, and the Metropolitan Improvement District, which is the taxing authority for downtown. And we've been doing this work for 15 years. We are really created to be this one-stop shop for businesses and properties and community organizations to find ways to make it more affordable, more sustainable and easier for their employees and the people they work with to get around. Uh, and so a lot of our work is how we amplify the stories that people share with us and bring those stories to decision makers, to employers, uh, and to property managers and really uh, nudge them to make their buildings easier to get to 
uh, nudge employers to offer transit passes to their employees to take that cost off of those employees and also get our civic leaders to make better investments in bike lanes, do things that speed up transit service and make buses just more frequent and reliable. So, I mean, clearly the survey is a way that community members were able to really participate. And tell us about the importance of being led by the actual experiences of commuters. Absolutely. I mean, numbers don't stir people's blood. <laughs> like I can talk about the survey all the time, but it's when you get to hear about the person working at Bright Horizons Child Care Center downtown and you hear about that they have to take a staff uh, call on the bus on their way back to Tacoma and the commute they deal with every day. When we're able to share that story with the people who run our transit system and have them hear what this means to people in their day-to-day -day lives, that's what moves the needle on our policies. And what's big for us is how we work with those employees, that person who works at Bright Horizons, and equip them with the things they can ask of their employer to get their employer to do better. This is so intriguing to me. I have so many different things that are going on in my brain because I also think about my myself. I'm always commuting from federal way to Seattle, right? But it oftentimes is around community work. It's around my media work. It's not necessarily always tied to like a nine to five type of job. So there's all types of things I may have to talk to you about after the show. But uh, right now, I, I want to give the folks out there time to understand how to connect with Commute Seattle. Look right there. Let them know if there is more surveys or things that they can do to stay plugged in, tell them how they do it, Kirk. Yeah, absolutely. My one message for uh, people watching the show is ask your boss for a bus pass. Uh, one, we have an incredible program in this region called Orca Business Passport, where if you buy a transit pass out of your own pocket, that's about $1,200. But if your employer provides that for you, that's only about $300 out of their pocket, plus they get a tax credit for it. Commute Seattle helps employees ask those questions of their employers, and we help employers uh, take advantage of these programs and these subsidized transit passes that make it more affordable and easier for people to get around our region and access the opportunity here. So one, I'd recommend folks check out commuteseattle.com. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Learn more about our work, but really... First off, if you're not being offered a transit pass by your employer, to go to them and ask them about offering it. It's a huge impact and a rare program that we have here in Seattle. And if we can get more people asking their employers for it, it'd be huge. So my question, Trey, do you all offer bus passes here at Converge? Uh, well, uh, well, there we go. We need to ask about those bus passes. Let's make it happen. Thank you so much, Kurt, for being here and for shining a light on Commute Seattle. Looking forward to the ways that you're going to continue to impact commuters here. I appreciate you. Trey, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all, what a great start to today's episode. Of course, we get to continue in this magnificence right after this short break because Jerrica Tucker is coming up next and she's going to be telling us about some personal style that got her into being a personal stylist and also how we're going to really flourish with our partnership right here for the day with Trey. Y'all do not want to miss this. Of course, stay tuned after this short break. Y'all, you're watching the David Trey. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Visit pnb.org. 
A new COVID vaccine is here. It's designed to help prevent the COVID variants that we're seeing spreading now. Even if you got COVID before or got COVID booster shots and the vaccine, it's important to get this new vaccine. It's safe to get the COVID shot and the flu shot at the same time. Get both to prevent serious illness this fall and winter. Habarigani. My name is Noni Irvin, and I am the creator and founder of Canara Park Kids, as well as the president of our sister nonprofit, Black Four Charities, a 501c3 fiscally sponsored by Shunpike. Together, we are hosting the Kwanzaa Awards because it is important that we acknowledge and recognize the contributions and efforts of individuals and organizations who are showing us what the Kwanzaa principles look like throughout the year. The nomination window is open October 1st to November 30th, and yes, you can submit more than one nomination. Eligibility is simple. Individual award recipients must identify as Black, African-American, or Pan-African. And organization award recipients must be 100% Black-owned if for-profit or 100% Black-led if nonprofit. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Miss Jerrica Tucker. You're going to be our resident personal stylist here, and I'm so excited. Hey, so so welcome to The Day with Trey and the Black Beauty Matter Studios. Yeah, thank you for, uh, we've been in talks, y'all, for months. I think we met in April, and there was so much going on with me at that time, and you still, like, I I just walked into Macy's, you're like, wait, aren't you on Converge? And I mean, from there, we've been trying to get this going and getting this together, but I'm so excited that we are finally here. Uh, I love to start with your origin story. You know, like, tell us a bit about what got you into all of the things you do? Because you do so much more than personal styling. Tell us. I do. So hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. Um, But I am from the South. I'm from Atlanta and I come from parents. My father was a photographer. He had a degree in everything. So he did everything as well. My mother was a model, but she also did things as well. A teacher, you know, beauty, all of the things. So I grew up in a household where image was important. Clothes was important. Coming up in Atlanta as well, you know, the Black Hollywood. So we're all getting dressed to go out. So Um, It started from a child. You know, my mother used to get our clothes made, my brother and I. So we have pictures of custom pieces already when we were, you know, sitting twinning (laughs) and all those times. So I just come from uh, a long line of people who love to get dressed his side of the families from New Jersey. So, of course, that northern flair, that New York, that New Jersey, always having your shoes, your bags, your clothes. So. It's in me. Yeah, see that that's, you know, what's so interesting is there's always some node. If we go back to our childhood, you know, Kirk shared his story. I mean, there's always some node that really is like a thorough line. And when you are able to follow it, it's so amazing to me. But you are a personal stylist at at Macy's, but you also do a lot of other things. Tell us a bit about the nonprofit that you also work with and um, some of the ways that you bring that kind of personal style and that childhood uh, sense of style to the work you do today. Okay, so also part of that is being a Libra. So we like to <laughs> like to multitask, be involved in a lot of things, great at so many things. But on top of being a personal stylist at Macy's, I'm also the co-regional director of a fashion nonprofit here in Seattle, which is FGI, Fashion Group International. And then I also do PR and events for a fashion magazine here. So NFM, uh, which is also a local entertainment 
uh, publication. So just being able to continue to weave those. FGI, we do elevated fashion events. We have workshops. We have a mentorship program. We help people get into the industry and start businesses. Anything that you would need, we're there for you. It's a board full of people who have been running business for quite some time. And I absolutely love being able to connect with the community, make sure we foster that upcoming talent, and also stimulate the economy by making sure that we are being profitable with our events as well and charitable to the community. Oh, you know, now that's right there. That's on point. Uh, you know, we we talked a little bit about how important it is for me to be buying from black vendors and like black uh, fashion uh, di- designers and folks who have their eye on uh, cutting edge, you know, types of fashion. But that also can be incorporated into my wardrobe. And I know uh, this is the beginning, but you're going to be sharing all types of styling tips with our audience. And we're going to be able to showcase some amazing gifts now that we're in the holiday season. I think gifting is all year round, but the holidays really gear us up for it. So tell us about some of the things that you're excited for in terms of your partnership on this show. Yes, I am so excited to just get to know you all and bring you all the things that you're going to love. Again, Trey was talking about the holidays are coming up. So one thing that I am most excited about is that Black Friday specials are starting now. They started yesterday. So you have weeks to kind of get prepared. And I know I'm saying weeks, but Thanksgiving is next week. The holiday is next week, but you have an entire week to get those deals, get those sales. So you're not rushing into the store. So what you're going to find on Friday is the same price you're going to find right now. And then we also have friends and family coming up, which is going to be like 15% off your fragrances, your cosmetics, and all of those deals that you don't normally get to take percentages off. So I'm very excited to stock up on all my holiday fragrance. I love to smell good. (laughs) That's the one thing people say. I'm like, yeah, I got to get my Rihanna on. (laughs) They always talk about how she smells good, right? So those are really exciting for me. And then also just sharing all of my favorite finds with you, some styling tips as well, and getting you all to know what we do at Macy's um, as far as partnering with Black designers who move fashion forward um, as far as our icons of style, which is one of the pieces that I'm wearing today. This is uh, um, Ada Samuel, and she's partnered with Macy's to bring us that elevated pieces for extended sizes, any size you need. We also go up to a 4X or 28 in store now. So anyone can find uh, clothing, trendy pieces, accessories, jewelry. You can find anything with us. And I just want to bring that back. You know, it's important. It is so important because oftentimes people do not see themselves in what is being driven. And there's something to be said about a major store like Macy's. I mean, it is known across the country, like everyone knows the name Macy's. And sometimes I think when it comes to online shopping or things like that, like we kind of forget, like I can go there and get my staples. Like I can go there and get big pieces that are going to be showstoppers. Right. And so y'all carry a lot of different things and you really move about through the different departments. So you have a clear understanding of what they're bringing. Uh, When you think about the ways that you've been able to help, you know, get folks started in fashion. Uh, Tell us about what drives you for that and some of those impactful stories that really have touched you over the time. What I absolutely love about being a stylist is that first, I'm a therapist. 
A lot of the people that come to me are very discouraged from wearing trendy pieces or wearing clothes in general. They want to have the baggy look or they want to be in sweats. They don't have the confidence. So the first part of the session is always just reassuring them that you can wear whatever makes you feel comfortable, whatever you want. Let's step outside of that. I have what I call a trust me pile. So we'll go through the store and we'll pick out things that you may like, but I'll pick out things that I know are going to look good on you. And nine times out of 10, they always buy what's in the trust me pile because they never um, just kind of go out of their way to try something different. So to see the smile on their face is just so exciting to see someone step outside of their comfort zone, wear something they've never worn or colors they would have never worn. And then I have a really soft heart, of course, for the LGBTQI community. Um, my partner as well, she dressed more masculine. So it's wonderful showing her that you can still get these masculine pieces in the men's section, but check out this oversized sweater <laughs> in my size. And then I also do a lot with the trans community as well. So I've had several kids, their parents are very supportive and bring them to me. And then I help them transition into the person that they aspire to be and want to be. So those are definitely some of my highlights, being able to transcend communities and also just be global because I do home decor, um, kids clothes, women's clothes, men's clothes. And my favorite thing about this is my service is free. It's absolutely free. So I encourage everyone to come see me. Let's step out of your comfort zone. Let's just try some things on. There's no pressure to buy. I just want people to love clothes as much as I do. <laughs> and just get into it, you know? Get into it. I love it because, uh, you know, I, I am one who loves some good old clothes. OK, y'all know I love a good old clothes, mm. um, but ultimately, look good too. Look, thank you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, but ultimately, I, I wanted to talk a little bit today also about accessories. Now, I'm a big girl. Everyone knows it's going to be, you know, glasses, earrings, bangles like yeah. I love a good jingle bracelet. Absolutely. Right. And so but I realized that I don't shop for that a lot. Right. Like I'm like, I kind of got some staples and I kind of just keep to those things. But tell us more about how people can kind of step out and try new accessories. So the one thing or another thing, I should say another one that I love about the service is that we can get super personal, virtual try on sessions in person. You can call me over the phone. I have a lot of clients who'll say, I need an outfit for me, my daughter, my husband and a gift because we're for the host, because we're going to a 50th anniversary and I'll be there at one o'clock <laughs> and she calls me at 10, you know, so it can be spur of the moment if you just have the outfit that you're wearing and you want something different. But I also also have a storefront. So a Macy's storefront, Macy's.com, uh, specifically tied to me. If you tell me that you want a bangle, I will put that on my main page. You can see everything that we have online or in store if you choose before you even get there. I can pull those items and have them ready for you. So you're not shopping around the store, shopping around the jewelry section. I can personalize your experience. So it's a lot easier that way as well. So you don't have to come in and do, you know, your hours of shopping. It's, you know, really quick. I can have it already pulled for you. I have a fitting room in my office as well. So it's a very private experience. Um, so I really enjoy being able to personalize your experience when it comes to shopping, because a lot of people do not like to stay in for hours and shop. Yeah, no, I, you're right. No, that's very, I, I'm one of those people that I want to have an idea of what I'm looking for 
go in and get it, especially if I'm in a store. Now, when I'm shopping with like uh, a, a black business owner and this is what they do, I, I mean, I've had people meet me. I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you halfway. They have all their stuff in this van. I get to pick out the pieces I want and I'm done. Um, but I love this personalized experience that I didn't know existed Absolutely. there at Macy. So you're doing it all. Yes, I am. And you're making <laughs> it easy for people to really embrace their personal style or learn about themselves through the options yes. that they have to really, I guess, establish their personal style. So we got a lot that we're going to be we doing do. on these Thursdays. Uh, next Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving, but you will be back the following Thursday. And I'm so excited that we get to start this journey together, Jerrica. Of course, if folks are looking to come and get your personal uh, shopping experience there at Macy's South Center, let them know exactly how they do it. All right, y'all. You can go to my Instagram, Jerrica the Stylist. It's two E's on that. Everything else is spelled that way. So J-E-R-I-C-A-T-H-E-E stylist. You can find me on Instagram, 5-9 and Relatable on TikTok. I always post the things that we have there. And I'm at Macy South Center. In my Instagram and my TikTok, there's a link to my storefront. At the very bottom, you can make appointments. You can chat with me live. So you can always access me at any time. Ah, there it is, Jerrica. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait for these segments to uh, illuminate our audience with all of the options. And I'm so excited to dive into some of your favorite finds after Thanksgiving. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Trey, for having me. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm so excited for this partnership. And this episode right here is the first of many. Y'all get excited. Let's, like she said, get excited into it. I love it uh, because there's going to be so many different things that we're sharing. I'm going to wrap all this up right after this short break, y'all. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, I'm Vesa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Vesa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to Base is Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Habari Ghani. My name is Noni Irvin, and I am the creator and founder of Kanara Park Kids as well as the president of our sister nonprofit, Black Four Charities, a 501c3 fiscally sponsored by Shunpike. Together, we are hosting the Kwanzaa Awards because it is important that we acknowledge and recognize the contributions and efforts of individuals and organizations who are showing us what the Kwanzaa principles look like throughout the year. The nomination window is open October 1st to November 30th. And yes, you can submit more than one nomination. Eligibility is simple. Individual award recipients must identify as Black, African-American, or Pan-African, and organization award recipients must be 100% Black-owned if for-profit or 100% Black-led if nonprofit. Welcome back, y'all, to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I got to give a huge shout out to my guest today, Kirk Holden-Cotter of Commute Seattle, the executive director there. 
you know, encouraging all of y'all to go ahead and have the courage to ask that supervisor, ask that boss or that employer for that good old bus pass so that you can have an easier commute. I mean, right now is the time as they are expanding the light rail. I'm so excited about that because I live near where they're building it out in Federal Way. And I'm so excited that I won't have to always drive. You know, like I say that, but then I also be making a bunch of different stops. So I'll have to figure it out. And then like, what's my outfit looking like? Am I ready to take the commute? But either way, there are some pathways to make it easier for you to commute out here. So make sure you check out Commute Seattle. And huge shout out to Jerrica Tucker, our resident personal stylist right here. Go ahead and get that personal shopping experience that elevates it for you. If you have an idea of what you want, or you don't have an idea of what you want, Jerrica is here to help you right there at the Macy's at South Center. But of course, you'll also be able to find her right here on Thursdays as we bring y'all some amazing gifts and also some styling tips. So I'm so excited that she has joined me on this journey of the day with Trey. But what did both of them do for me? You knew what they did for me. You already know. They gave me that inspiration, right? I mean, all of us have something to give to a cause that's bigger than ourselves. You know, we kind of heard both of them share how important it was that their work be driven by their need to kind of serve others, right? Like this is about the commuters and Kirk saying, look, there's some ways to do this differently and I want to help them. You know, Jerrica saying, look, I want to help make sure people are feeling confident in their wardrobe, what they look like when they step outside, helping those young LGBTQ folks like transition into their identities with their outfits and their personal style or bringing it out for someone who's been clouded, maybe insecure or not really sure about things. She's here to bring it to you. Kirk's here to bring you the commute, but I'm inspired. I'm inspired because both of them said we can do something that's going to benefit and help others. And ultimately that means that you can too. You too can be inspired to figure out how to be a part of the solution as Kirk and Jerrica have in y'all for me um, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.